Welcome to the Solid Man Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Curry, licensed marriage and family therapist. SolidMan.com is an ongoing conversation designed to empower men to master the art of being a man. Welcome again. Here we are on Pillar 3. This is going to be the whole idea of living with intention. Uh, Group exercise number 8. This is question number 1. Where does life come from? This exercise is called Developing Your Daily Practice. So, here's a quote from Meister Eckhart. If the only prayer you say in your whole life is thank you, that would suffice. Unquote. Discovering your true source. In the last exercise, you took the time to identify your counterfeits. You must remember your counterfeits because they distract and keep you disconnected from life, where it's actually found. The purpose of this exercise is to discover and then anchor yourself to your true source of life. For presenting to the group, you'll share the results from the final page to your group. Most of us run much of our lives pursuing the counterfeits that we think will provide us with a sense of acceptance, value, effectiveness, meaning, fulfillment, or sustenance. We think these things will actually provide us with life. This pursuit, while expressed in somewhat foolish ways, is actually a journey toward uncovering the true source of life. Our frustration and shame will reveal truth to us where we all eventually get to a place where we will express our profound exasperation. This is a dead end. We may still pursue it, but we know it's found wanting and it's empty. In this exasperation, the true source of life is waiting patiently for you. When your counterfeits become exposed and you are left empty, what does that feel like to you? During your life, when or where have you experienced life when you truly felt fulfilled, whole, connected to something real and true? Up to this point in your life, what have you found that seems like a true source of life, a place where true acceptance, value, meaning, fulfillment, and sustenance is found? For you, what or who might be your source of life? While I'm a Christian man, and I find my source in God, or more precisely, Jesus, I recognize this is a unique journey for every man. I use the term God because that has meaning for me and many others. But what that term means for every other man has different meanings. In her book, Rising Strong, Brene Brown describes spirituality as recognizing and celebrating, sorry, let me start that as, quote, recognizing and celebrating that we are all inextricably connected to one another by a power greater than all of us, and that our connection to that power and to one another is grounded in love and belonging, unquote. There is something, someone, who connects us all and holds all the stuff we call the world together. 
What this something is, is up to each one of us to discover. Somehow, we are all provided with goodness, love, sustenance, ideas, intuition, strength, purpose, and identity. This abundant provision comes from a source. In the book Power of Intention, Wayne Dyer speaks of this source as creative spirit energy that resonates with vibrational energy of which we are all connected. Quote, the source, he says, is intention. It's pure, unbounded energy, vibrating so fast that it defies measurement and observation. It's invisible without form or boundaries. So, at our source, we are formless energy, and that in that formless vibrating spiritual field of energy, intention resides. Unquote. Dave Data says this in the way of superior, the superior man. Quote, this source is never changing and always present. It is the constant, silent tone behind and pervading the music of life. Feel into this source as deeply as possible, and then reapproach your work, intimacy, family, and creative efforts. Find out what happens to the details of your life when you live more consistently from this source. Unquote. So we know intuitively that we are all alike and connected, but yet different. George Hartzog speaks of this concept as he describes a universal desire to engage in the beauty of our national parks. Quote, when you stand in there silently, in the presence of the giant sequoias, you can't help but recognize that you are part of something that is way beyond whatever it is that you envision that this world might be. You can't stand there all alone without understanding that there is a power in the world that is far greater than anything you've ever experienced, and that you are connected to that power just like that sequoia is connected to that power. It permeates all of us. And when you understand that, it improves your relationship with your fellow man because you realize he has the same capacity. He has the same access. He is your brother. Unquote. Mark David, in his book, Nourishing Wisdom, outlines it like this. As we, quote, as we have, been, have seen according to the perennial philosophy, all beings rise from a spiritual source. This is the realm of experience where we feel an interconnectedness with all of creation, a fundamental acceptance of our existence and the circumstances of life, and a heightened state of sensation and perception that draws us into our fullest participation with the world. C.S. Lewis says it this way in Mere Christianity Every faculty, or, sorry, quote, Every faculty you have, your power of thinking, or of moving your limbs from one moment to a moment, is given to you by God. If you devoted every moment of your life exclusively to his service, you could not give anything that was not, in a way, his own already. It is like a small child going to its father and saying, Daddy, give me a sixpence to buy you a birthday present. Present. Of course, the father does and is pleased with the child's present. Unquote. The source is the gift giver. 
If your source is unclear, or you don't necessarily come from a faith background, that's not a problem. Some will see their source in community, some with a science perspective in the universe, and some with their source in the mystery or the unknown. Wherever you are in the process, take the time you need to find the place or person where true life is provided for you. As one who believes in God, I, be I believe that to love God is to recognize him as the source of life and the source of all the abundance of gifts he gives in our lives and he offers. Seeing God as the provider is how he wants to be loved. To love God is to acknowledge that he is the provider of all good things. Your source is the gift giver. And when any one of these gifts become the source, the gift then becomes the God, little g, or a counterfeit, or an idol. Counterfeits are dead ends, maxed as, masked as life-giving resources, which at the time seem powerful, but they always end with shame and emptiness. Counterfeits are dead ends of emptiness. A solid man of integrity is aware of how his particular counterfeits have drawn him away from his true source. He enjoys every abundant gift as for what it is, a gift from the true source of life. A solid man develops a deep, strong sense of where life comes from. This source is the transcendent yet imminent provider of abundance and life. Living day to day requires trust. It's the give us this day our daily bread thing. We must understand that we can trust your source for daily provision and with our whole life. Trust is resting in the fact that your source has your back and that he is providing what you need when you need it and that he is the one and only true source. What might change in your life if you began to trust God as your only true source of life, even the giver of every breath? Anchoring, developing your daily practice. Anchoring to your true source of life is a profound daily practice. Anchoring must be done intentionally, daily, even minute by minute as you go through your day. The solid man pursues his source with intention, trust, purpose, energy, and connection, drawing vigor, strength, identity, validation, and guidance for his journey. Anchoring is your first and primary practice to become solid. A solid man is on a lifetime journey of discovering how to draw near to his source. He finds the avenues in which he specifically, uniquely, and personally connects deeply with his source. Often it seems that we are limited by only three practices, going to church, reading our Bible, and praying. While these are important, they limit us to a very small corner of experience. Exploring to expand your repertoire of daily practice comes in many possible forms and requires imagination and remembering. Often our culture and religion rejects physical expressions of faith and connection with God. The physical is often seen as lesser or below the higher spiritual plane. This, I believe, is a lie. Our physical being powerfully connects with the spiritual in many surprising ways. Since men are very connected to physical parts of life, it's essential to allow yourself to include physical experiences into your daily practice. 
So when have you felt closest to your source? Remember when you were moved by something or something that felt deep, rich, and real. These moments will give you an idea of how you connect with your source. The following list is a partial list of experiences that some men have when they feel connected to their source. This list will help you to consider the ways that you have felt alive, connected to the sacred, or in touch with your source. So here's the list. So these are ways that you could connect and uh, so I say circle the ones that you, that you connect with, that kind of resonate with you, and put a star by the most important. But since you're listening right now, um, just go ahead and either write it down or just remember it, kind of um, think about it later. So here's the list. Being in nature, sunsets or sunrises, writing, praying, singing, working with your hands, reflection, art, laughing, cooking, listening, generosity, serving, working, fasting, feasting, music, hunting, fishing, contemplation, creating, mentoring, liturgy, affection, blessing others, speaking, journaling, working, gardening, debate, mystery, painting, sculpting, imagining, dreaming, planting, sweating, making love, drinking coffee, visiting people, conversing, contemplating, healing, enjoying wine, enjoying beer, playing, joking, humor, astronomy, mathematics, meditating, stretching, playing with my kids, sports, Exerting force for good, yoga, being outside, sitting in the dark, exercising, shooting, learning, cleaning, helping, building, biking, organizing, giving thanks, a good cigar, poetry, traveling, fine things, luxury, challenge, risk, nurturing, making music, Weeding, athletics, sightseeing, exploring, serving, woodworking, remodeling, reading, leading, noticing, people watching, crafts, boating, helping, teaching, being, doing your best, protecting, appreciating, walking, running, volunteering, telling stories, novels, discussing, Visioning, fixing, repairing, resting, beautifying, maintaining, activating, planning, change, boldness, new people, interaction, solemnness, missions, equipping, fun, excitement, finishing tasks, lists, excellence, swimming, kissing, or other things. That's a lot of stuff. Just imagine all the different experiences that just might connect you to your source. Whatever it is, a solid man discovers his unique and personal sacred pathways to abide with and to connect to his true source of life. He seeks to be with, to know, and to love God. 
Therefore, he develops daily practices for this purpose and intentionally makes this pursuit an integral part of his life, which anchors his soul to his source of life. Your daily practice usually requires taking time to listen, becoming aware of your inner workings, and reflection about that. Take time to pray for guidance and then ask, How do I connect with you? Or teach me to see and notice when you stir my soul. Then pay attention to the answer that comes through your heart, spirit, mind, or body. It may be just saying something like, Whatever or whoever is out there, let me know or see you. This is a very personal discovery. What is true of one man may not be true with the experience of another. Expand your connection with your source into all parts of your life. Physical, personal, relational, vocational, and every realm of your experience. Then make it part of every day for the rest of your life. The most important part of this is to become aware of sacred moments and what some Christian mystics have called thin places. Thin places are times when the transcendent feels very, very close, and when things that are sacred are near and almost concrete. It's when the spiritual seems to be incarnate. Begin to open yourself up to seeking, seeing, and capturing glimpses of sacred moments. What areas in my life could I intentionally include in my daily practice that I have either thought was not spiritual enough or just kept from God? So creatively think and ponder other ways you connect with God that's not on the list that I read. From the past, remember how you have connected with your true source of life. What kinds of things have moved your soul? Now list those things. How do you think all this stuff about your true source actually has anything to do with building and developing integrity in your life? The check-in. Your daily practice, as, dove live, as does living wholeheartedly in general, requires consistent personal check-in. Pick times during the day when you will check in. This will be an opportunity for you to stop for a few minutes, maybe even seconds, and just ask yourself how you're doing, what you're feeling or experiencing, and what you want to intentionally accomplish that day. Take a moment to breathe and relax. You can do this at any time and then listen to your own heart. As you breathe two deep breaths, just check in and pay attention to your thoughts, feelings, wants, solidness, your connection with your source, your intentions, and whatever else comes to you. Right now I am feeling blank. Or, I want to be successful with my solidness today. Just talk to yourself and to your source about what you're experiencing, good or bad, happy or happy, or happy or difficult, whatever. Be open and aware of what's going on inside of you. Now take what you have identified that you're feeling, experiencing, and wanting and communicate that to your source of life. You want to do this at least once a day, but multiple times is best. Do a check-in when you feel difficult emotions and when you feel pulled to act out or whenever you have a free moment. Make yourself a reminder to check in often. So when would be good times for you to check in? Here's a few check-in questions. Remember to take a couple deep breaths and then ask, what am I feeling right now? 
What is my body telling me? What thoughts have my attention? What do I want or need right now? How solid do I feel right now? How connected to my source am I? What do I need to accomplish today? What story am I telling myself about a person or situation? What reality do I need to question right now? So intentionalizing your moments. In order to be intentional in your life, you must be conscious. You must be aware of what's going on with you and what you are doing, why you're doing it, and what you want to accomplish. Check-in helps you with that. You want to look at your day and consider how you possibly could fit the above experiences into your day or into your week. Transitions. Transitions create very intentional moments as you move through your day. A transitional moment is when you stop for just a moment. You are moving from one thing to another or just a moment where there's a shift in your focus. These are perfect times to check in. Transitional moments could be waking up, brushing your teeth, pooping, peeing, showering, eating, commuting, breaks at work, breathing, changing diapers, lunchtime, driving, getting home, preparing dinner, chores or different duties, doing stuff with your kids, getting ready for bed, falling asleep, waiting, 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 we're always waiting. Whenever you're waiting for something, check in. Could be traveling, working out, all kinds of stuff. My friend Paul does what he calls RPM every morning. Rise, pee, meditate, RPM. It's a great way to do an initial check-in when you get up and do your first pee. What are important transitions during your day where you could include attention to the sacred and connecting to your source? Contexts. Where do you find yourself at any given moment in your day? At home? As a dad? As a husband? At work? As a leader? On a bus? In a meeting? As a servant? At church? You know, wherever you are, you will have the opportunity to connect with your source. What are your primary contexts? And how can you connect with your source in each context? Free time. What do you have for free time and what do you do with it? Weekend, hobbies, time with friends, watching sports, etc. Consider your free time moments and what you do to keep yourself occupied in your free time. What are, let's see, where am I at? What are your primary moments for free time that you could intentionalize? Reducing and removing. We waste tons of time checking out and doing thoughtless things. It's important to redeem these times to become valuable moments. Things like TV, um, let's see, video games, sleeping in, viewing sports, and worry are things you could reduce or even remove. What unintentional moments that you do during your day are wasteful, unnecessary, or just kind of neutral or not purposeful that you could reduce or remove? Ebenezers. An Ebenezer is something that helps you to remember. In this case, you need to discover things that you have in your life that will remind you of your true source of life and help you to remember to engage in your daily practice. We will forget. That's actually the only thing that's wrong with you. You forget. 
so we need all the help we can get. Ebenezers are anything that reminds you to connect with your source. We need reminders that will regularly and randomly remind us to engage in our daily practice. Your Ebenezers, which help you to remember, could be sticky notes on a mirror, a tattoo, rocks that you place in your backyard, pictures, a song, a place, a wedding ring, a tree that you planted, a certain word, a photo, a movie, a piece of jewelry, stacked stones, a symbol, a picture, a book, a scripture reference, a sticker, a quote, a flag, could be anything. So what Ebenezers do you already have, and what Ebenezers might you use to remind you of these important things? Remembering is a central part in regaining integrity in your life. Actually, forgetting is the problem. The only thing wrong with you is that you forget. You forget who you are and where life comes from. Let that idea sink in. This exercise is to help you identify and remember your true source of life, and then to anchor. Your Ebenezers will help you to remember. Your intentional moments will connect you to yourself and to your source. Remembering is an absolute essential as you move forward in strength as a solid man. So what are some other ideas that you, can, you have that could help you to intentionalize your experiences? Wait, sorry, I totally messed that up. What are some other ideas to help you remember the truth about you and your life? So this is all about mapping out your daily practice. So this is kind of the, you're going to really have to get this on paper and I'll read it to you, but it's going to take some time to really write this stuff down. So it's mapping out your daily practice. Use this section to include how you intentionize, intentionalize your experiences, your transitions, your contexts, and your normal routine during your day, um, your week, and other special occurrences. So a check-in. When is the best time for you to check in, and what does it look like in the a.m., midday, p.m.? Your transitions. What are your best times in, in your transitions to check in? A lot of guys do the, yeah, whenever you go to the bathroom or your, or your, your uh, commute are really good times. Um, connecting. What are your favorite ways to connect to your source? Uh, that early list, there was so many different things. Um, daily, what do you do weekly? What do you do on your weekends or special times? And are there certain individuals that you want to do that with? It may be a, a practice that's more of a uh, community type thing or something you do with your wife. Um, so this is group presentation number two. So take your experiences and practices that you have identified as primary to you that you use to connect with your true source. List the moments in your day and your week where you can include those practices and put them together to create your plan. This will be your daily practice to connect with your true source of life for the rest of your life. Be intentional. Develop your Ebenezers so you won't forget and commit to engage in your daily practice. So don't forget. Okay, so who or what is your true source of life? What are your Ebenezers, the ones you already have and the ones that you might use from here? What are the experiences that you have circled and listed that are your ways to connect to your source? What are some of your thoughts about how the source of life stuff is, in, is central to integrity? How have you become more aware of sacred moments and unexpected times that you are connected with your source?
When will you check in? What are your best transition times? What are going to be your favorite ongoing ways to connect with your source? Share some other observations and insights that you got from this lesson. So that is this, um, what's that, lesson number eight? I don't even remember. Um, and it's all about your daily practice, discovering your source. It's actually a pretty profound thing as you start to develop this stuff. So with that, stay solid, my friends. <laughs>